There is an opportunity cost to everything. I share this all the time. If you're one of my clients, you would have heard me say this before. If you're one of my programs, there is an opportunity cost to every single thing we do. Okay, so the opportunity cost to feeling stuck is usually inaction, right? The opportunity cost is time that we could be spending in our business, with our family, whatever it might be. Feeling stuck stops us from doing those things. So I want to kick right off uh, today. I want to chat to you about a topic that I think is so, so relevant, both in our personal life and also, hey, uh, and also in our business. And it's this idea of feeling stuck. Let me know in the comments if you have felt stuck. Maybe you feel stuck right now. Maybe you have felt stuck and you're moving through that. We've all experienced it, right? And feeling stuck, as you know, stops us from taking action on the things that are going to nourish us in our personal life, but also in our business life. And so I want to share with you my thoughts around stuck and some ways that I like to move out of that. Because truly, this is, in, in my opinion, from you know working as a business coach and, and seeing and hearing and listening to so many entrepreneurs, um, but also in my lifestyle membership in the Calm Society, which is my non-business membership, this is really common, this feeling of being stuck, not knowing how to take action, where to take action, where to start, right? It's, it's a really, really common thing. And so I want to take a little bit of time today to speak to this point because I don't want you to feel stuck. I don't want you to not be taking action on the things that are going to light you up both personally and professionally, right? So I think this is actually a really, really important topic and something that I believe we should all be really curious about in our lives and really self-aware so that the next time we start to feel a little bit stuck, we can make some changes and we can spend less time there, right? Because there is an opportunity cost to everything. I share this all the time. If you're one of my clients, you would have heard me say this before. If you're one of my programs, there is an opportunity cost to every single thing we do. Okay. So the opportunity cost to feeling stuck is usually inaction, right? The opportunity cost is time that we could be spending in our business, with our family, whatever it might be, feeling stuck stops us from doing those things, right? And so the less time that we can feel stuck, um, and stuck doesn't always need to be a negative thing either. We're going to talk about that too. Um, the more time you get to spend doing the things you love, right? So what does feeling stuck actually mean? So for you, feeling stuck might be that you are feeling really overwhelmed. It might be that you don't have clarity on what action you want to take in your personal life or in your business. So, for example, feeling stuck in your personal life might be uh, whether to have your children in school or be homeschooling them. I've had a lot of people talking about that and, and, and something that we've spoken about in our own house, um, where to live, right? Uh, the type of um, role to have in, 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 um, in, in your family and, and in your home, um, different business opportunities uh, and business related. It might be not having clarity on what to prioritize, what you want to sell, um, what type of program you want to offer for people or, you know, if you're in network marketing, not having clarity on 
uh, marketing, messaging, your ideal client, how to onboard clients, how to onboard leaders, all the things, right? So not having clarity is a huge reason why we feel stuck. Feeling like you're doing something over and over without the results. Who's felt that before? Let me know in the comments if you felt that before. That may be a reason that is contributing to this feeling of stuckness. Um, another thing that might be relevant for you is inconsistency. So you kind of feel stuck in this pattern of like, you know, sometimes you're consistent, sometimes you're not. Uh, feeling stuck might manifest in terms of mood swings and stress. Uh, thinking really far ahead can, can sometimes mean that you're stuck in the present. Is You're thinking like, way too far ahead and you're not sitting in that, that present moment. Um, and another thing that's really common is feeling stuck because you're worried about failing. Yeah, that's another thing that comes up um, quite a lot too. So there are all some different ways that, that you might be experiencing stuckness in your everyday life. For me, feeling stuck um, is when I'm in a state of fight or flight. And this is what I want to talk to you about. Okay, this is really this right here, this conversation will change the way that you approach life and business because it changed it for me the moment I kind of found out this information. So when it comes to feeling stuck, okay, what I want to talk about briefly at the start of this quick training is um, being in fight or flight. Okay, so there is um, a, a collection of cells that are near the bottom of our brain, and I never really pronounce it correctly. My my energy coach says it much better than me, um, but it is a it, the, the word for it is amygdala. Okay, so it's A M Y G D A L A. I never pronounce it correctly. She pronounces it so much better than I do. Um, but basically, this is where emotions are interpreted. We give meaning to emotions. Um, you know, there's memories there. It's, it's just where all of that is housed. And this is part of the brain's limbic system. So it's how we process our emotions. It's how we process, um, you know, fear, pleasure, excitement. Um, it's where our memories are located. It's a really, really important part of our brain, basically. And so... When back in the day, when we were exposed to kind of, you know, wild animals and, and things like that, before we kind of li lived in this kind of uh, so the society that we live in now, um, this is where our fight or flight response started to evolve, right? Because that's what kept us alive, right? Is, is the adrenaline kicking in, the fight or flight response um, activating, and it's this automatic response that our body does when it perceives physical danger, right? And what it does is it allows you to react quickly without thinking, right? So when you're in fight, listen to that. When you're in fight or flight and fight or flight is activated, you react without thinking. Okay. So what happens is it sends out all of these signals to release like stress hormones, elevate your cortisol, gets the adrenaline kicking in, and it prepares your body to fight or run away. Okay. Now what's happened is that this response is now being triggered by things like fear, anxiety, anger, aggression, walking outside at the moment and being exposed to things that we're not usually exposed to. It might be the fact that you're walking outside and seeing playgrounds tied together and children not being able to play. It might be the fact that you've been homeschooling for a significant period of time. 
Um, all of these things, whatever it is contributing to this emotional response, most people are in a state of fight or flight. Now, here's the really key point that I wanted to make. Okay. So what happens when we are in fight or flight is that we cut off access to the frontal lobes, which is the, the thinking part of our brain. Remember I just said before that fight or flight is activated to improve like and increases our chances of surviving and being able to outrun a wild animal, right? And it, it, what it allows us to do is react quickly without thinking. This is the point I want to make. When we're in fight or flight, access to our frontal lobe, which is where thinking, reasoning, decision-making, and planning happen. The frontal lobe is what allows you to actually process and think about your emotions. Okay. However, when we sense that danger is present, even if it's not a physical threat, right? Like I said, this can fight or flight in our nervous system can be activated from anxiety, fear, stress, like whatever it is, right? When that uh, fight or flight is activated at the same time, your frontal lobes, they're trying to figure out whether danger is actually present. Is there like a wild beast out there trying to get me? Do I need to activate right now? Or is this threat actually just mild or moderate, right? In which case, it won't override those frontal lobes and we will still have that ability to think rationally. But when the perceived threat, perceived threat, right, is strong, like we are sensing fear and danger and <gasps> then the amygdala reacts really quickly. It overrides the frontal lobes and that automatically triggers the fight or flight response. And being in fight or flight does not allow you, this is like science, this is a physiological response in our body. This isn't just some woo-woo crazy bullshit. This is like the physiological response in your body to stress. When the frontal lobes are cut off and we lose access to those because we're in fight or flight, all rational decision-making, reasoning, thinking, planning, it all goes to shit. We can't access any of it. So this feeling of stuckness, the reason why we can find it really hard to take action and move forward is actually because our nervous system is in fight or flight and we are not accessing the thinking part of our brain. Is this not mind-blowing? When I found out this information, I was like, why did I not learn this 20 years ago? This would have been amazing information for us to have been taught at school that when we are in fight or flight, that we are actually unable to because the frontal lobe activation is lost. We're unable to actually rationally think about things, reason, make decisions, plan. We actually don't have access to that when we're in fight or flight. Is that not wild? Now, as I, excuse me, as I mentioned, the fight or flight response was really appropriate for, um, you know, before kind of living in this type of society because of threats of physical harm, right? But the problem is that we've brought all of that into our present day. And also, you know, it's not necessarily a problem. It's just that we're experiencing something that uh, we've never experienced in our lifetime, right? Things are, people are more anxious. We're more overwhelmed. We're more stressed. 
There's so many things that are triggering our fight or flight activation at the moment. But what I want you to really take away from this is that when you're in this, when your nervous system is in this state, and we're going to talk about some ways that you can come out of this state, all right? Because this is how you become unstuck. What I want you to really take away from this training is that when starting to become more self-aware when you're in this place, knowing that when you're in fight or flight, when your nervous system has activated that response, you cannot think, no matter how hard you try, no matter how strong your mindset is, right? No matter how much mental stamina you have or physical stamina or how healthy you are, how nourished you are in relationships, blah, blah, blah. If you are in fight or flight, it is impossible to access those parts of your brain where you can be rational, um, you know, see see a different perspective, plan things for the future, be like, it's really hard for any of those things to happen, right? And so that's what gets us into this feeling of stuckness, right? Because we become illogical. We irrationally overreact to the situation. We see two options, success, failure, that is it. But when is there ever only two options and two outcomes? Never, right? Never. There are hundreds and millions of different ways that results can happen, right? There is never, ever, ever just two options to a situation. But what happens when we feel stuck is that's what our brain says. Remember, we, we irrationally overreact. We're very illogical. And this isn't bad. I don't want, I don't want you to feel like this is bad. This is just a physiological response as humans, right? And so all of this contributes to all of these reactions that we have and this feeling of stuckness. And often what happens, I don't know if this is relevant for you, but it's relevant for me. Sometimes you look back and you think, oh gosh, I wish I didn't do that. (laughs) Wish I didn't overreact there, right? Who's had those moments? And so when this like stress response and this fight or flight happens, I want you to, the moment you start feeling like you are seeing success or failure and that's it, the moment you feel like you are being a little bit rush, this takes self-awareness. When you feel like you're overreacting to things, when you feel like you are overwhelmed and you are stressed, come back to what I've just said to you around I know that when I'm in, when my nervous system is in this state, that I'm not going to make the decision for my highest good right now. And I need to prioritize getting out of fight or flight so that I can think clearly, make rational decisions and control my responses. You see? So we feel stuck, not because we don't know what we're doing or because we're not good at what we're doing or because we're not talented enough or whatever the other stories are that we're telling ourselves, we often feel stuck because our frontal lobe is not doing its job. We can't rationalize what we are doing. So here are some ways that we can get out of this, okay? The first thing is, and I shared this actually in my mastermind call this morning of how important mindset and energy is with everything that we do because no strategy will get you out of this, right? It is your mindset and your energy and your emotions and your internal state. So to get out of this place, the most effective way is double breathing. Sometimes it's called two to one breathing because, and here's why, when you inhale for a count and exhale for double the time, 
So I usually do inhale for four, exhale for eight, and then I increase that to inhaling for five and exhaling for 10. Once my nervous system has calmed down a little bit, it's, it's physically impossible for you to be in a state of stress, for you to be in a state of fight or flight when you're breathing in this way. Okay, so it's sometimes called, you can you can YouTube this, double breathing. Sometimes it's called two-to-one breathing, but it is simply just inhaling and then exhaling for double the count. So you might inhale for three, exhale for six. Um, like I said, I tend to start with four and then eight, but it is actually impossible for you to be in a state of stress and fear when you're breathing in this way. That is what I want you to prioritize when you're feeling stuck when you feel like your fight or flight response has been activated and your frontal lobe is just turned off and you're not thinking clearly, you're not making rational decisions, that is what I want you to double down on. It's not doing more, you know, trying to strategize your way out of things. If this is business related, no strategy is going to get you out of it. It's your internal state. The other thing is notice where your tongue is sitting. Is it at the roof of your mouth or is it sitting at the bottom of your mouth? Similar to the breathing, when your tongue is at the top of your mouth and it's like hitting the, the, the upper roof, again, it's signaling to your brain that you are in fight or flight, okay? So you need to, two, two things that I want you to come back to when you're feeling like this is happening, you're breathing, okay? Sometimes it's a little bit, maybe you're driving, it's a little bit hard to do something like that. Um, you know, maybe you've got kids screaming or something's going on notice what's going on with your with your tongue and just bring it to the bottom of your mouth. You can also, what I like to do um, uh, is because I, I clench my jaws when I'm in fight or flight as well, is I will just roll some, some lavender or something like that um, to just help relax all the muscles there as well. Um, that's, a, that's a big indicator for me that I'm in fight or flight is my jaw is tense and my tongue is at the roof of my mouth. Okay. So that's the second thing that you can think about. And the other thing I want to think about as well is that um, is, is just being really self-aware. Like the first step is just acknowledge that you do feel threatened, that you do feel stressed and that your fight or flight response has been activated. This is not a bad thing, right? The fact that your fight or flight response is doing its job is really amazing because like I said, that is what keeps us alive, right? But we still need to be able to discern what is actually life-threatening versus, you know, a, a medium threat, right? We don't want our frontal lobe to shut off because we need that. We need that to make rational decisions, to control our responses, to think clearly, okay? So the first step is really acknowledging that. Like, I do feel threatened. I do feel stressed. I do feel a bit overwhelmed. I know that my nervous system is in this state of fight or flight. I know that but now I can do something about it, right? Becoming aware of how your emotions and your body reacts to significant stress. Where do you feel it in your body? For me, I feel it in my chest. And so I will lay down on the floor before I kick into my two to one breathing and I'll actually place my hands on where I'm feeling that stress. It might be in your legs. It might be in your head. It might be in your chest, similar to me. And I'll actually like kind of show love to that stress and tell it that, um, you know, like if it was a color, what color would it be? Would the surface of that stress be be um, rough? Would it be smooth? What would it look like? What would the color be? If it could speak to me, what would it say? And then just taking a moment to just show love, to be like, thank you. Thank you for protecting me. Thank you for looking out for me. 
Thank you for worrying about me, but it's okay. I can see now that you are doing the right thing by me, but I also want to let you know that I'm safe. I'm safe. Um, you know, I love you, whatever it is that you want to be saying to this, this stress that's coming up in your body, whatever feels authentic to you, you might say it in your mind. You might say it out loud. It might make you emotional. Just let whatever natural response comes, comes to you in that moment, just let it happen. And then start in your two to one breathing. Okay. Don't try to judge or label the situation as good or bad. This is a physiological response. Your body is going to do this regardless. Don't create interpretations that don't need to be there. Focus only on the current moment, not anything you have to do in the future, not anything that, that, that was shitty in the past, whatever. Just focus on that moment. Where do you feel it in your body? What do you want to say to that stress? Get into your breathing. Notice where your tongue's sitting. Get it to the bottom of your mouth. And just focus on getting out of that state of fight or flight. And you will, seriously, every time I do this, as I'm doing the breathing, things come into my mind around different, you know, like ideas, different ways of thinking, different options. Sometimes it's just this moment of like, it's all good. You're always looked after. I've got your back. It's okay. Everything's going to be all right. Whatever it is, like it Everything that I need always happens when I'm in that breathing. And as my body just starts to feel this overwhelming sense of relief, relief that it's all going to be okay. Okay. All right. Does that feel helpful? Does that feel good? Does that feel good? Does that feel like, you know, that you've got some things to, to, to work with now when you're feeling stuck? What I want to mention as well, so I guess the biggest thing that I would love for you to take away from this training is that um, this is something that you can access yourself in terms of being able to move out of fight or flight, right? You are in control of what your body is feeling. You are in control of that. And so the moment you start to feel overwhelmed, to feel stressed, whatever's going on for you, remind yourself okay, I need to action this now. This is not a later thing. I need to action this now because I don't want to lose that access to my frontal lobe. I want to be able to rationalize. I want to be able to think clearly. Okay, I want to see multiple options. I want to access the creative part of my frontal lobe. All of those things are cut off when we're in fight or flight. So it's something to action immediately. Don't wait for things to accumulate. The other thing I wanted to leave you with before we jump off is... Sometimes we get stuck when we think that we should be doing something that um, we're not currently doing or that we should be someone that we're not. When you feel like life should be different to what it is, when you're in this state of just receivership, not a lot going on, you know, like nothing really super positive, nothing really super negative. Again, these are just meanings. I don't like creating meanings around things. But, you know, when you're in those phases of life where it's just you're kind of just cruising along, Nothing too much is changing. You're doing the same thing day in, day out. We can sometimes make that a period of stuck. And that's just not true. If you feel like you are trying to, to force yourself to do things or you start to use words like should, have to, must, 
those things start to come up in your mind, you can do the breathing, right? Relax, surrender to the quiet period in your life when things are just okay. They may not be really, really great. They may not be really, really shit. They might just be okay. And we often, because we're in this, um, you know, like society teaches us that we should be always kind of doing and doing and doing and achieving, 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 right? Those moments of quiet in our lives when things are okay, there's not a lot of stuff happening. We see that as being stuck, but, but, but it's not. What if being stuck isn't, isn't the problem at all? It's just how we're perceiving it, right? Creating those interpretations. Like I said, being in fight or flight is neither good or bad. It's just a thing. It just happens. But it's what we do about it that's the most important. You don't need to beat yourself up or feel bad that you are in a state of fight or flight. That means your body is doing what it's meant to do. It's just, can you take a minute? Can you prioritize getting out of fight or flight so that you can access that frontal lobe, uh, prefrontal cortex, think about things rationally, have access to inspiration and creativity and planning so that you can make rational decisions and you can be in this, um, just come from a, a, a really grounded and calm place rather than making decisions from that place of, of fight or flight, which again, when that's cut off, the frontal lobe is cut off, we really only see two options and nobody wants to make a decision from that place. Okay, so I just wanted to leave you with that as well, that if you feel like you're in a quiet period of your life and things are okay, that's okay, right? That doesn't mean that you're stuck. It might just be um, an opportunity for you to just really relax and surrender to this quiet period and be all right with things just seeming okay, right? Okay, so I hope you've had so much value from this from this training. I know that when I worked through this with my energy coach and and she kind of went through all of the the science and energetics around fight or flight and how it does cut off this access to our to our frontal lobe. And when I looked into this and researched, I was just mind blown. I was like, I wish that I had this information twenty years ago. So I really wanted to share it with you. Um, if you are a, a business owner, if you are a network marketer, uh, I'm really excited about my three-day training next week. Bulletproof your biz. And someone's at my door, so I'm going to run now. Um, despite what the market is doing, please go and register. There's a link in my bio. If you have any questions or things you want to chat about from this training, come and let me know. I'd love to jam on this. This was so life-changing for me. Have a beautiful day and I will chat to you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us this week on an episode of the All That Jazz podcast. Make sure you visit our website, www.jazzjervis.com.au, where you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes so you never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you love this episode, we would love a review and or a rating on iTunes. Or if you just want to tell a friend about the show, we'd love that also. It all helps us spread our message. And if you love this episode and you want to deep dive on this particular topic, you might want to check out my coaching options. Head to my website and click on Work With Jazz and have a bit of a browse. Thanks again for listening. I hope this episode has inspired you to take some spiritually aligned action in the direction of your best life. See you in the next episode.